they do in, in Rwanda as well. A uh, little bit. I think they talk among themselves a lot. But, um, you know, clearly because God's using this process of, you know, growing us and et cetera, and we're very different from, you know, one, one of the things that we experience in, in marriage is, is conflict. Sometimes it's severe. Sometimes it's just the ebb and flow. You know, one of the wonderful things about marriage is we catch each other at our best moments and we catch each other at our worst moments, right? And, uh, you know, when you're, you know, when I'm, I'm rushing to get something done, like trying to cut the grass and the tractor won't start and, you know, or this and that or whatever, and then, you know, she's asking me questions, it's not always a very pretty scene. <laughs> you know, all that kind of stuff can happen. So, um, and so there... We're going to, in just a moment, step into this uh, and, and watch a, a, a pretty significant section of a video that was done um, as a part of, an, of a larger video series called The Art of Marriage. Um, but let me just say a couple of words up front, and then and these are some of your fill-in-the-blank pieces here. You know, in, in marriage, I mean, c- conflict and problems can come from lots of different directions and, can, and, and have lots of different sources. But by and large, they're going to come from one of three areas. One's going to be family. Um, you're, and, and part of the reason why I'm telling you this is so that I think some of it is, is frustration is a product of expectations. And if we, if we can be prepared for the fact that we're going to have some moments in the area of family, and this can be from how many kids are we going to have, to how do we discipline the kids that we have, to what do we do with our adult kid who's not doing so well, to are we going to spend Christmas with my mother-in-law, you know, right on down the line. I mean, it can, it can be all over the place, right? What, what do, should I loan money to my brother who's, you know, struggling financially? What, the family can create all kinds of issues for us. And, um, and, and some of it is not necessarily bad stuff, you know, Probably the most strenuous time in our marriage is when the boys were little, two and four. She's working. I'm working. It just seemed, and so it just made all the other pieces that much harder. And the boys didn't really seem to care very much, you know, when they were two and four. I don't, I don't know if you guys have that problem at your house with little ones, but they didn't seem to care very much, you know, that we were stressed out. Or, and, and to, you know, the second area is finances. Um, uh, another area where families experience a lot of, of, of pressure and tension in their relationships is related to money. Sometimes it's because you don't have enough of it. Um, the, the Rwandan guys would tell you that their, their stress is with poverty and not knowing where meals are going to come from tomorrow or the day after puts a lot of stress on them, and it, and it is a major issue in their marriages um, and, and in many other aspects of their lives. Um, but it's not necessarily always just not having enough. Sometimes there's a lot of pressure for somebody to, you know, to um, to make more. You know, it's it's it's. I, I've sat, I, I've worked with couples and heard it said more than once. Well, if you just made more money, we wouldn't have these problems. But some of it's decision making about money. How much are we going to spend? Who gets what? You know, all those kinds of things. It, there can be a lot of issues related to finances. Even coming down to good things like, you know, what are we going to do with our kids' college education? How much of that are we paying for? How much are we not going to pay for? Are we going to co-sign a loan for them? And there's lots of different issues that, that go into all of that. 
Um, the last, and I did this just to try to stay with that with the F theme through this section, is funny business. I'm really referring to the sexual aspect of our lives. Um, you know, um, by and large, when a couple goes in to see a marriage counselor, they're struggling in one or three of one or all three or of these areas. They're struggling with family issues. They're struggling with financial issues. And often they're struggling as well in their in their sex lives as, as well. It's just not the same. I mean, um, I have to admit it was a it was an eye opener for me. Um, you know, um, it, as I as I got older, I did more marriage counseling. I think sometimes people look at oh, you've been married longer now, et cetera. You've got more to offer. And so I, from a pastoral perspective, I was doing more. And and, and I would encounter couples that would say, well, you know, we we haven't made love in five years. We haven't had lo- made love in 10 years. And I'm like, really? You know? And um, I won't be more graphic than that. But, you know, it's just, th- there, there is just something that's structurally, structurally wrong sometimes in a marriage when you struggle in this area, that area that bad. Because there is a naturalness to expressing uh, physical intimacy as a part of that journey. And so, you know, as you see here this morning, you may say, well, you know, you know that, that really is. You know, we got... You know, our, our, our kids or, or our caring for aging parents or whatever is a major issue. It's a major, it's a major conflict area for us in our relationship right now. What are we going to do, you know, kind of idea. And, and so I just offer some of this for you to kind of have your antenna and radar up for these areas. So as it, with that, you don't get caught off guard, but you can be proactive in trying to create what are natural, normal, and unavoidable dynamics that are going to occur, but to try to process those in a way that builds your marriage instead of letting it tear apart because you're just not prepared for them and not thinking about it. And, and we'll go from there. Um, we are going to show you the session, but I, I wanted to show you, uh, Steve's going to bring up the website here from Right Now Media. Um, we have bought a corporate license to this, which, I don't know, we pay like 80 or 100 bucks a month for this. But it entitles us to give every single one of you a login to use this. Many of you, I think, have gotten logins in the past. But there are literally just hundreds and hundreds of great teaching and encouragement videos on the site. For those of you who have little kids, there's a lot of great Christian videos for kids and et cetera. But Steve's going to click on the marriage um, channel. So up at the top there, you see the thing that says channels. And he's going to come down and go to marriage right there. And and so all of these all of these resources are online. We're going to be looking at the art of marriage, the one there in the middle. But you see in there, this piece is in there about um, his needs, her needs. Um, I, my nephew, I, I I was having him and his his uh, future bride work through some of this stuff, and they ended up on like keeping the passion alive or something because they forgot what video <laughs> to watch, and she was like. Well, she said, that was really good, you know, and that kind of idea. But there's a lot of great pieces in here. So, I mean, this is the concept. For example, this, this thing that we're doing now, The Art of Marriage, it's six sessions. They have two versions of it. One's a small group session. The videos are 20 minutes long. The video conference kind of sessions, are like, they're like 50 minutes long. You're having a date night. You could a couple day, a day or two beforehand watch one of the videos and use it as a part of your conversation as you're having a cup of coffee together out you know, whatever. There's lots of different things you can use, but there's lots and lots of resources. And so 
If you do not have access to this, all you have to do is indicate on your card tomorrow morning or email the office and say, can I have a login to Right Now Ministries and, and we'll put you in. And my experience is, is that they will email an initial login thing directly to your account and then you just click on it, use the password they give you and away you go and you can change that as we go along. But this, this one that we're going to show you now is from The Art of Marriage and it's the fourth session and we're doing this out of the video session, and there's going to be a kind of like a, they do this like in three pieces, so we're going to do the third, the th uh, we're, we're doing the fourth one, but no, the video itself is divided up into three pieces. I'll get up and make a couple of moments comments while we're clicking through the two. You have a listening guide that I put together, not, it's not from their material, there is a small book that you could get to go with it, but this is just to maybe to help you kind of grab a few things as you go along, and if you don't get it out of it, I'll try to fit it in. So let's go ahead and start the Steve, and we'll go from there. There's some dramatic stuff and some other stuff that goes with it. Words in, um, kind of maybe pull some of the pieces together, is that, you know, there, you know, he talked about the fact at the beginning that a lot of times little things mushroom together to become big things, Right? You, you don't deal with the little things on a regular basis, and before you know it, you get somewhere along the lines. And, and, the, and, the, and the two primary reasons where they have cited where we struggle with that is, one is we just don't have the communication skills in our relationship to be able to do that. We just, as he said, you know, you open their tool bag, and they just don't have the tools to fix this problem. I have that all the time when I try to work on my car or whatever. I just, just don't have the the wrench that bends the right way around the corner to get up on it, you know, that kind of thing. They just, just don't have the right tools. I, I can't give you a list of those today, but, but there are ways where we develop those tools over a period of time. The second is literally just, just not being present in the moment and taking the time to work on it. It's like I'm too tired, I don't want to deal with this now, i got something else to do, etc. Absolutely. Yeah, if we can just bring the sound, sound down. That's right. Yeah. And um, I've actually seen that at work. Uh, um, a family that, that was in my previous church, great people. Um, they, they were throwing a huge curveball. Their, their daughter uh, got pregnant while she was in high school. She'd actually taken the True Love Waits pledge, but she ended up getting pregnant. Anyways, and um, she's actually married to the father of the kids now, and they've been together for a long time. But there was a year, year and a half in there where she was living at home with the child while she was finishing high school. Yeah. And, um, and the, the husband, the, the, the father, the grandfather, was in a high-level, high-pressure job in Boston where they were axing high-level administrators, and he was picking up other job descriptions on a regular basis. He would get home. After a long commute, where he'd get home 7, 30, 8 o'clock at night, and, he, and he, he just did not have the heart or the energy, nor took the time to engage to solve issues that were going on on a regular basis. You know, none of them were major. You know, are we going to pay for this? Are we going to buy this for the baby? Who's percentage? Just all these little things. And she was continually having to make decisions because they just came up on an everyday basis. And... They, and because all these little things, they just kind of, they, they weren't present in the moment, and they just kind of got piled on top of one another, 
and they ended up divorcing. And, um, and he had an affair and some other stuff, and it was, it was really heartbreaking to watch. Um, none of it was, up until that point of the affair, none of it was, was a showstopper. None of it was anything that was that big of a deal. It was just the cumulative weight of everything on top of it. And, and, and they just did not communicate and could not communicate to work through the issues. And that's a lot of what they're talking about in this, this scenario as well, is that, you know, um, if you didn't pick up on it, communication takes place on two levels. It's the content, and it's also the relationship. And there are ways in which we communicate the right content but we neglect the relationship piece that goes underneath it, and therefore it doesn't really spur communication the way it's supposed to. We, so um, they're going to warp this now into um, some conversations about conflict, and then we'll come back and uh, process some of that. I think I'm back on. So you'll... That's just that's the fourth video. There's a little bit more at the end of it, and they do resolve the eggs and beans story at the end, you know. And uh, she was a little whiny. I don't know. <laughs> she, uh, they actually come back, and he confesses. Actually, the rest of this video is talks about um, how to seek forgiveness and how to grant forgiveness. It's really, really good. So you can get that on the Right Now Media. But he comes and says, I'm, I really, would you forgive me for this? I, I've not been in the moment. I've been distracted. And she says, well, I probably didn't give you as much credit and, you know, think you're as responsible as you really are. And then he says, well, can I help you cook dinner? And she says, yeah, maybe we can cook up something together later. And then she <laughs> runs out teasingly and he chases yes, after yes. her and it's all a good ending. So, but I don't know. Well, it's her fault. I mean, he was watching the game. So. You do have to time things, right, yeah. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> except we don't have one because my wife won't let me have one. <laughs> I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> we also don't have a television in our bedroom. That's right. Never have. A, mm -mm. Never will. Um, these are some great pointers for communication. I know we ran by them very fast, but yeah. focusing on one issue at a time rather than on many is a good deal. That'll, that'll help you stay away from words like always and never and et cetera, which are really killers because you can always find an exception to always and you move off. Focusing on the problem rather than the person. Um, I think I stepped out to, to get some coffee and things when they, were, they talked about being a dropper. Did we, was, that, was that in this? Yeah. I'm married to a dropper. You know, and, and sometimes we want to translate problems to a level where they're, they're really not. We do want to focus on behavior rather than on character. I think those are good. Focusing on specifics rather than generalities. Focusing on the facts rather than the motives. Um, and focusing on statements. Um, focusing on I statements rather than you statements. And focusing on understanding and not on winning. And a couple things, that, again, I, I want wanted to pull out and, and address a little bit. They they talk about that sometimes w we, we just need to let love cover a multitude of sins. There are, there are those things that, I mean, you, you are going to rub each other the wrong way on occasion. You just will. You know, we use separate toothpaste. 
That's because their teeth are sensitive to the type of toothpaste I use, whatever. But even just the way you squeeze the tube, right? That's the old gener- stereotype kind of idea. But those are not big issues. But we, but sometimes we stuff those. Eh, you know, I'm not going to say anything. But we're more like a squirrel. We just kind of stick it over into the, the mm. nut, into the corner of our mouth until we want to digest it later. And then we let it become. There's a difference between those two. If you're just stuffing it down and holding it for when you're ready to erupt in whatever you're going to do, that's not what they're talking about. And is you really have to say, I'm not going to let this bother me. I just don't care about that. I'll, I, you know, I'll just pick up the towel. Who cares? You know, it's, it's not worth making an issue about, and it's not going to bother me. If you can't do that, then you need to get to a place where you're working on those issues and, and trying to move, move through it all. And, and really, you know, the, the Scripture says, you know, don't let the sun go down in your anger. And, and the real admonition to us in that area is, is about dealing with things in a timely manner. And, and when we don't allow time for that, we're not present in the moment, and we, and we really don't communicate to resolve the issues, that's when the stuff just begins to pile up. And, and where the, the, the train just kind of keeps getting a little bit more momentum, and before you know it, it just comes off the rails kind of idea. And so there's the pieces of that, of that to move through. Now, um, Christina and I, we really have not had very many knockdown, yelling, drag out kind of arguments in, in our marriage, um, and we, there's been a couple. But recently, <laughs> you I, can tell that story if you want to. So I'll tell it real quick. We, because <coughs> I thought it was important. Um, maybe uh, a month and a half ago, and I don't know where this came from, but as we looked back at some things. Neil's dad had just died. There was just a lot going on. I don't know. Tired, just... But he loves to open the mail, and so he had opened the mail the night before, and there was a a credit card bill, a Kohl's credit card bill, that was just some discrepancy on a return and then some extra charges. And so he asked me about it. I said, hmm, I don't really remember. I I pay the the monthly bills, and he he handles the... uh, not that I don't know about it, but we, it's interface, but he deals more with our retirement and those sorts of things. And I said, well, I'll check on it tomorrow. I'll check on it. So the next morning we got up, and he started to check on it himself. And I could just feel inside me like I told you I would, I would check on it. And he said, well, I just want to look at it. I said, and I could just feel inside me this, like, rage that was disproportionate to the issue, of course. And I Absolutely. even prayed. <laughs> it was. I even prayed, God, help me with this, but I was not, I was not, I was surrendering to whatever was just rising up inside me, and we went back, and I could just tell that the dialogue was getting more and more escalated to the point where I said, it's like you don't trust me. Well, I knew that was a ridiculous statement. He trusts me. He can look at our finances. I can look at our retirement. It's all, you know, together, but he got really upset and mad and hurt, and so did I. And it was just because of the stupid credit card bill. And uh, it was only like ninety-one dollars. So no, it was like one hundred thirty. But yeah, I mean, it <laughs> not that that's not that that's related. But I just I think it caught us by surprise, and I think we violated about <laughs> three quarters of those things. And doing you did this and always do this. It was just ridiculous. But it was we really got to a point of hurt that we just. Um, um, I don't know, we had to just say, we didn't mean for it to get like this, I'm sorry. Though we didn't really, it was in love just covered this, this whole thing, and we just kind of went on. 
there were faults on both sides. Yeah, I was the um, bigger person and just let it go. So. That is where I, I think it's it's so important to, in the moments when when you really can create growth in your relationship, that you're, in other words, you're you're having some of those good seasons. You're not having a lot of those issues. To to make as many strides forward as you can, because the times of stress are going to come. Oh yeah. And so it's 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 almost like a season of preparation for the for the times. I mean, oh. you know, things could. Things can change just like that. That you know, the, you know, in, in medically or whatever. I mean, we can our lives can just change radically in a hurry. You know, you could lose your job tomorrow, and and, and you know, and that could create tremendous stress on your on your relationship in, in a very short window of time. And so, just kind of doing what you can to nurture stuff on a regular basis is really a part of being ready for those seasons where it's a little heavier. One of the things that we've generally done. And, and I don't remember ever being coached to do this, but, but one of the things that has helped us over, over the years is when, when, when the, the emotions inside escalate, how quickly we speak and how quickly we respond goes down. We, we, you know, there, there are long pauses between, you know, she'll say something and I'll, I'll let it sit for 10 or 15 or 20 seconds or more before I respond. So we don't, we don't get this boom, 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 boom. Because, boy, once a word's out of your mouth, there's, there's no getting it back, right? And it's just like throwing gasoline on the fire, and it just whoosh. Well, and they're listening. One of the was, was sure. listening, and, and I'm not even letting you finish before. I'm already overlapping and interrupting, which means I've not listened at all to what yeah. you're saying to me. I'm getting preparing for my offense. And, and there's just so many pieces to that. My offense. Here's, the, here's where the, I think these two things really run together for us is that if, if we're going to maintain, if we're going to keep the things that make us angry on a short leash, because we're not going to let them just continue to fester, then we've got to be able to communicate about the stuff in a timely manner. So that means we have to prioritize it, we have to develop the ability to do it, and we also have to become better communicators in the mm -hmm. midst of all of it, in the way that we use our languages and, 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 and connecting with one another. Because this is, you know, when you've got little kids running around you. I mean, you know, I, you guys, you guys, by the time the kids get in bed, you guys must be exhausted after a long day, right? You know, right. it's like, how are you going to talk now, right? You know, it's like sometimes you're asleep before they are, you know, and, and that kind of idea. We, you know, our youngest one, Benjamin, he used to have a hard time falling asleep at night, and, and then he'd get worried he was going to be the last one awake, which would keep him awake longer, you know, and so we'd be it getting into phase. bed, and he yeah. was just, you know, it's just like, we, we, you can't get any time to yourself, right? Mm. You know, it's just one of those deals, and, and, but you, you've got to find a way to process these things because if not, they just grow as they, as they go. I do think praying ahead of time, and I really didn't start doing this till more like five years ago or so, and um, I actually read that book, The Power of Praying Wife, and I had seen it before, and I thought, oh, that seems like a dumb title. <laughs> but I read it and was very convicted about, because it does really tender, I like that word, tenderize your heart, and then maybe there's a, there's a better time that I could confront things, not in a game or not when he's, I don't know, preparing for a sermon or whatever. Um, 
I, I thought one one last piece. We need to kind of shift gears yeah. and figure out another quick break, and then come back for the last one. Yeah. But, um, you know, when they, when they talked about the fact that a lot of a lot of the conflict in marriages arise from, and they use the term the idolatry of the ego, mm. right? This is the way I want it to be done. And if she doesn't want to do it the way that I want it to be done, then there's something wrong with her. It's a, it's a character issue. We, that is really something that is worth giving some thought to personally, you know, that somehow or another that, that you know, you know, you, I want to fold the towels in thirds and then flip, and she wants to do them in squares. Well, you know, I'm just making stuff up. That somehow or another, that's a huge difference, and it becomes this, well, you don't respect me and care about me because you <laughs> do it the way I want it to be done, et cetera. It just goes off the rails, right? I'm just and glad he wants to fold the towels <laughs> and put them away. I don't care how it's done. You know, so <laughs> and, and, do it. <laughs> and so there's, there's, it's awesome. there's, a, there's a big difference between those two things, and we need to be thoughtful in that in that in that arena that you know the fact that um you know christina is one of these people when she cooks she waits to clean up until it's all done right so there's bowls everywhere etc you know I, and i don't cook hardly at all so i have no criticism but you know, my my style when i do do things is much more okay let's get this bowl out of the way get in the sink etc you know and it, but the fact that she does it one way and i do it does does not mean that there's something wrong with her I didn't or know that that was a problem. <laughs> it's not. I was just searching for an illustration oh, okay. in the moment, you know. But it, it, it's, oh. you know, it's, it, it, and yet somehow or another, because you know, I could translate. Well, you know, she's not doing it the way I'd like for her to do it. That therefore she must not care about me. And this, that's, that's, that's we, we just there's parts of that we just need to get a grip. You know what I mean? And 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 make sure that the stuff that we're working on is is. It's stuff that really matters. And it's cultivating oneness. And, you know, if it's really that big of a problem, just eat out. You know, then you don't have to worry about it at all. You know, and, and uh, so we, we had this long debate. And one of, the guys, <laughs> one of the guys, believe it or not, they still struggle with the concept of eating an, uh, meat with the blood still in it in Rwanda. So I got asked, which is, there's part of this meat offering to idols, and those are coming out, all that kind of stuff that's in there. So one of the guys said, well, you know, if, if you find a, you know, if one of your church people finds a goat in the side of the road, you know, and it's it's dead, but it's still edible. It hasn't been there all that long. Is it okay to serve it at church? And and because it would die with the blood in it and all this kind of stuff, and it would be. Not, and so we're going back and forth with all this stuff. And I told him at the end of the day, I said, you know what, guys, just eat fish. <laughs> just serve fish at your church. Fish, you know, just avoid it. It's just not worth it, you know. If it's going to be a big deal, and, and they've got and there's aspects of that for us that that fits. All right. Um, any comments about what you've heard or read related to conflict and communication? As I said, this, this is not, you, you know, you're not going to find all the answers that you need, but hopefully it will just get you pointed in some of the right directions if this is a real issue. Yeah. Sure. Conversation piece? Okay. Yep. Oh. Okay. What's what? Revive Our Hearts? And, and a, a website? Oh, you have the app, Ken? Okay. 
Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Right. One thing we did talk about, I know we want to get on and give plenty we of time for yeah, sexual intimacy. Yeah. What? We need to give him a break, too. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, it's about decision-making, but I... Uh, it's Go ahead. It's just, I mean, it's very hard to, um, to come to... Sometimes we just don't agree on a course of action, or um, and we've had that recently, and we're talking about how... Um, there, there's other parts of this, these, these video series where um, they're talking about how the husband should value um, the wife's uh, input and contribution and part of a decision and see each other as counselors and, and advisors. And um, sometimes, though, we just can't come to a, uh, an agreed-upon action or that we both think that. And so that's a difficult thing. But I think, again, you're... you're um, you're thinking the best of the other person that they want the best of the situation. You're, uh, you know, you're open and and moving toward agreement and oneness. And um, I don't know if we maybe we don't have time to maybe I've cracked open something we don't want to. We have a but it's so important. Um, well, I again I, I think I'd kind of revert back to what I said earlier in the sense that those moments when there's a significant decision to be made, you don't really see eye to eye on exactly what should be done. You don't seem a to find, be able to find a, you know, an option C that kind of both are supportive of. That's one of those moments when you really need the the season of preparation beforehand to really rely yeah. on. You know, because when the stress comes on, the cracks are going to get shown, and the relationship will begin to to to, to, uh, to tumble. And um, and so I think it's as you've nurtured and, and p cultivated that sense of oneness and trust and connection, you weather those moments a lot better. Yeah. So anyway. All right, uh, let's take a uh, you know, five to eight minute break and we'll call you back in and we'll do this last session and then we'll make sure we're definitely done by noon. So there's still plenty of food out there, fruit, mm -hmm. water, coffee. They've done a good job, so let's take a quick break.